Welcome to the podcast, And the Church Said. This podcast discusses faith, mental health, church, and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. I am Dr. Monique Smith-Gadson, and I am your host for this podcast. Consider me your church counselor and consultant who is discipling the body and the members in mental, emotional, relational, and spiritual health. I am trained in both psychology and theology. We are equipped and equipping for the work of the ministry. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. This applies also to our special guests who have opinions and professional insights and expertise of their own. Their contribution is also not to be regarded as therapy. Our aim here is to hold conversation around these important topics regarding the church and mental health. So thank you for joining us for this episode. Hello, everyone. So glad to have you to join us on today. Thank you so much for all of you who continue to listen, follow, subscribe, share the podcast, donate to the podcast, encourage me through the podcast all of the ways that you find um, to be supportive or I find you to be supportive. I'm so grateful for your continued support of this podcast. So please continue to do so. Don't forget to leave us a review or give us a five-star rating, okay? Because that really does help us with being found in the sea of podcasts, all right? So I really, really appreciate your assistance in that way. Well, today I am still immersed in these um, appearances that Jesus made after the resurrection. And today I am going to be looking at Luke 24, 13 through 17. So that's Luke 24 verses 13 through 17. And I'm going to read it to you from the Christian Standard Bible Translation, okay? Now, that same day, two of them were on their way to a village called Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. Together, they were discussing everything that had taken place. And while they were discussing and arguing, Jesus himself came near and began to walk along with them but they were prevented from recognizing him. Then he asked them, what is this dispute that you're having with each other as you are walking? And they stopped walking and looked discouraged. Yeah, so that's Luke 24 verses 13 through 17. So again, this is another appearance that Jesus made after the resurrection. And so what I'm going to talk about, which I find so very interesting in this particular passage, I'm going to be talking about prevented from recognizing him, okay? In that passage, we read that those two were prevented from recognizing him. So we're going to just kind of chat about that for a little bit, and then we will be out of your way on this afternoon or whenever it is that you happen to listen to this particular podcast. Okay, so again, this is another appearance that Jesus made after the resurrection. He appeared to these two, and we know that one of them is named Cleopas, 
Um, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. I'm, I'm just really giving it a good stab in, in the dark here. Um, but Cleopas and another disciple were walking to Emmaus about seven miles from Jerusalem. And here they are. They are walking and they're discussing all of the events that happened over the last few days surrounding, of course, the crucifixion. This day they were walking um, is the same day that Jesus had risen and he had appeared already to the women and proclaimed, I, I have risen just as I said I would. But while they were engaged in this conversation, as they are walking, Jesus himself came near. Here he is again, y'all coming near. And he had began to walk with them. Now, while they are in this conversation, Jesus comes near. Interestingly enough, though, as I said before, they were prevented from recognizing him. And I found that to be very interesting that they were prevented from recognizing him. Now, we do not know why they were prevented from recognizing him, but we just know that they were. So Jesus had begun to ask them, what is this dispute that you all are having? And then look at what the Bible says next. It says that they stopped walking and looked discouraged. So here is Jesus right there with them. They are engaged in conversation with the one who is the subject of their discussion, yet they don't recognize him. You know that saying that sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees? And that, that saying kind of implies that we can be so caught up in you know, conversation or details or happenings or whatever the case may be, that we might miss out on something quite important or something critical or a solution or options or even somebody, Very various um, things that we can miss out on. And after Jesus himself inquired, they stopped walking and looked discouraged. So that's what that phrase means. We can miss out on something because we're so involved. So again, here is another opportunity for us to recognize that Jesus will come close even when we are discouraged. As Christians, we believe in the omnipresence of God reading his assurances in the Bible that says that he is always with us. Yet there are times when we feel that he's not. We can have a hard time tracking his presence and he can be right there with us, right there walking with us and talking with us. And we might be prevented from recognizing him. And maybe that's because we are too involved in the details, you know, kind of surrounding some of the events in our lives. I am so willing to admit and confess that there are times that I'm so consumed with all of the events and issues that I can miss Jesus's presence with me. I can literally just say, like, I don't know what I'm going to do about this, how all of this will work out. Why did that person do this to me? I can be debating with myself or with someone else who might be a listening ear. So 
I understand that there are times when we can miss Jesus's presence. And also when people experience numerous traumas and calamities in their lives, it can be hard to recognize Jesus. Because sometimes we as individuals will get extremely wrapped up in the events that are taking place that can prevent us from seeing Jesus. And so this is where grace has to enter the picture. Because even for some of the most faithful, at times we can fail to recognize Jesus. And we have to extend empathy to others without shaming them for being discouraged and not recognizing Jesus being near or even Jesus talking to them. Because sometimes the storms of life are raging and the winds are howling and the thunder is bellowing from the clouds and the rain can even sound as that static light on the radios. And I'm sure I dated myself there, but anyway, yes. But it can sound so much like static that we cannot make out the words, the sounds. We don't even know if someone is speaking. And I know someone has um, had that experience where the interference comes on the radio and we're like, is anything being said? Like, I can't hear anything. I can't understand anything. Sometimes we can have circumstances in our lives that make us feel that way. And so that's why we have to be careful to extend grace. Jesus walks with and talks with those who are discouraged. He draws near to those who are talking over the events that have taken place. Jesus draws near. And let me just give a teaching moment right here. Because depending on the nature of an event that someone has experienced, they might talk about it over and over again. And it is the brain's way of just trying to sort through all of the events and to make some sense and to create some order out of these ruptures that have taken place in people's lives, depending on um, what has been experienced. So we just need to be like Jesus and just draw near and be gracious and compassionate to people and not, you know, shame people again for um, repeating things or for even talking about things when they are just trying to make sense out of the events of their life. Jesus walks and he talks with those who are discouraged. The last thing I want to point out to you about this appearance that Jesus made is that further into this passage, we read where Jesus was chatting with them and then he was interpreting the scriptures. He actually visited with them and he ate with them. But once Jesus took the bread, blessed it and broke it and gave it to them, it was at that moment that their eyes were opened and they recognized Jesus. I love that. It was after they were reclined and just chilling and blessing the food that they had this aha moment. Like at that moment, they recognized him. And it was at that moment that he disappeared. (laughs) 
And it seems so strange that as soon as they had that moment, he disappeared. But I, I wonder, I wonder, because Jesus knew that he was to go and sit at the right side, the right side of his father. I wonder if he were preparing them for his next departure. But knowing that this appearance would help them with the next departure, the ascension, of course it was going to feel different. It was going to be filled with great joy because they have had this encounter with seeing Jesus. I just want to encourage us to keep looking for how Jesus will show up to us. Again, I'm leaning into these 40 days, expecting to see Jesus in some different forms performing miracles in our lives, bringing places that we think are dead to life. I'm hopeful that you'll join me with your eyes wide open, your hearts ready to receive, listening for Jesus. We can be discouraged and Jesus can come close. Just want us to see, as we discussed last week, that Jesus came close to those who were fearful and those who were doubtful. This week, we are seeing him come close to those who are discouraged. I can't say it enough. Keep looking for Jesus, y'all. He's appearing to us. Now, yes, we can be prevented from recognizing him. Maybe it's because we are overwhelmed and we're trying to make sense of all of the things that can be happening in our lives. However, when our eyes are opened and we recognize him, I hope that we can hold on to that time of recognition and, and share it with others as the disciples did among themselves. They talked about how he was made known to them. So share your testimonies of when you were prevented from recognizing Jesus to the moment when you did recognize him, you saw him. And I believe it encourages others to know that they are not alone. If they hold on, they too will recognize him after for whatever the reason and various reasons they may there may be. They have been prevented from recognizing him before. So until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what this spirit says to the churches. After you have heard my call, what will be your response? And the church said.